0: It's a skippable world, not just on YouTube. Everyone's got their finger on the trigger. So what are you going to do to tell stories in ways that will capture and connect with someone and what they really want to see immediately?
1: I'm Tess Viglund with Gimlet Creative. You're listening to the Think with Google podcast. On this show, we talk about how marketers can stay ahead of the curve, and today, our focus is YouTube trends. You've probably heard of ASMR or viral flash mobs. We'll dive deep into one highly personal trend and find out the best ways for marketers to capitalize on what's buzzing on the platform.
0: So my name is Jamie and I'm currently a emergency medicine resident. And on the side, I make study-with-me videos on YouTube. That's
1: Jamie Lee. She first started posting videos of herself five years ago when she created her lifestyle channel, The Strive to Fit. Jamie talked about her experience in med school and also made workout, fashion, and cooking videos. A few years back, she committed to making a video every day of December. But one day...
0: I kind of ran out of an idea of what to do, and I felt like I was talking a lot about studying and giving a lot of study tips to my viewers. So I thought that it would be a good idea to kind of sit down and record myself study and somebody else can watch me and follow along or maybe it'll help them study too.
1: That's right. Jamie makes videos, often more than two hours long, of herself studying at her desk.
0: Hi everyone, welcome to another study with me video. Today I have a couple writing assignments. I'm going to If
1: writing- you're like me, you might be wondering, uh, who sits around and watches someone else study? Like for two hours. Turns out a lot of people.
0: There's at least a couple of videos where there's more than a million views for the study with me videos. Jamie's
1: Study With Me videos were so popular that she ended up creating a whole new channel for them three years ago called The Strive Studies. It now has over 12 million views. But she's not the only person posting videos of herself doing everyday tasks on YouTube. She's part of a trend called With Me.
0: Okay, so there's... Clean with me and then subsets like do laundry with me, cook with me.
2: Draw with me.
0: Come run errands with me kind of things. Grocery shop with me. I love like get a get ready, ready with, with me. Get ready with me.
2: There's also unget get ready with Pack me. Pack <laughs> with me. <laughs> Where people like take off their makeup
1: and do their skincare routine. <laughs>
2: um, you've got paint with me, you've got pen pal with me.
1: I found them to be very calming to watch just like a person alone in their room
0: spend 45 minutes putting makeup on. Not only learning how to do something, but also being empowered to try something on your own. It's a fascinating thing to see like a human being be a human being and be that willing to share that much of their life.
1: All right, just how many With Me fans could there possibly be? According to YouTube Trends, these videos have been watched 4 billion times since 2007. So we wanted to talk to someone who studies trends like this to try to understand what's attracting all those eyeballs.
2: I've definitely watched Clean With Me videos when I know that we need to clean up the apartment. And there is something about it that absolutely works, where I'm watching someone else vacuum and everything looks so nice and clean when they're done. And I I want that. Like, I want that, that sensation in my own life.
1: That's Kevin Alaka. He's the global head of culture and trends at YouTube. It's his team's job to help people find and understand what's popular on the platform. And
2: when someone needs to go explain the Harlem Shake on TV, I go and do that.
1: Kevin knows his way around a YouTube trend. So I asked him to dig into some armchair psychology around why people are watching these With Me videos. He says there are a couple of different reasons. In one example, those Get Ready With Me videos tend to be kind of voyeuristic. The viewer gets to follow a creator's life and maybe pick up some tips along the way. On the other hand, with videos like Clean With Me or Study With Me, it's more about getting inspired to do what the YouTuber is actually doing.
2: You know, sometimes we just need to be motivated in some way. We we know there's something we need to do that's maybe going to be lonely or it's going to be boring, and so we, we need that sort of motivation to get over the hump.
1: In other words, these videos are akin to a friend or an accountability buddy. And they're usually pretty down to earth and simply made with minimal edits and maybe some background music. And it makes sense that people are making really personal videos like this on YouTube.
2: At a very high level, YouTube was always quite personal. If you think about the very first video that was uploaded to the platform, it was me at the zoo. It was Javed Karim, one of YouTube's founders. And I think it was always about, like capturing and connecting around personal experiences, I think. Hmm. Part of what makes those viral videos so successful is that they allowed you to have a personal connection with someone else. They actually facilitated interaction with someone else.
1: And what's more personal than watching someone clean their apartment or take off their makeup after a long day?
2: They're basically documenting some task or some activity that is otherwise generally a solitary activity, and turning it into a communal activity for people to consume it and watch.
1: But with me videos aren't just about sharing what are usually solitary activities. They're reaching viewers at a very specific moment when they're choosing to focus on a specific task that they care about. So this is clearly relevant to marketers, but the question is, how do you best leverage these kinds of YouTube phenomena?
2: I'm not an ad expert, but certainly from my years of studying trends on the platform, there are a few things that jump out to me as sort of obvious steps.
1: After the break, Kevin walks us through those steps. And we'll also hear from someone who is an ad expert, Sadie Thoma, Director of U.S. Creative Partnerships at Google.
0: If I'm a cleaning brand, and I know that people are watching these with me cleaning videos for two hours, what am I doing about that?
2: You're listening to the Think with Google podcast, brought to you by Google. At Think with Google, it's their mission to make marketers more knowledgeable by providing research, insights, and perspectives that change the way marketers do business. In this episode, we're talking about what marketers can learn from the highly personal videos that people are watching on YouTube. For more on what the world is watching, check out Google's special interactive data report at thinkwithgoogle.com slash personal. That's thinkwithgoogle.com slash personal. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Before the break, we talked about the with me trend on YouTube, where creators post videos of themselves doing everyday tasks like shopping or studying. With Me fans might tune in for voyeuristic entertainment, to learn tips, or for some encouragement to do the activity themselves. These videos feel authentic and personal, and they capture viewers in exactly the contexts that marketers hope to reach them. Kevin Alaka, YouTube's head of culture and trends, was just about to give us some advice. I think that there's a
2: misconception that every time there's some new trend that, you know, as a marketer, you need to then be jumping in on that trend and we need to do a thing that is that thing.
1: He says one big reason these kinds of efforts can fail is that they feel forced and sort of fake.
2: Your audience is very attuned to authentic expression and and sussing out when expression is not authentic.
1: And in order to deliver that authenticity that viewers crave – there are some corners you just can't cut.
2: You actually have to sit down and watch stuff. And this is a step that a lot of people tend to skip because they're either have their specific stuff they like to watch online or they don't necessarily understand the dynamics of the medium themselves. But when you do that, you're actually, you're already starting from a disadvantaged position.
1: But it's not just about passively watching YouTube. Marketers have to understand why certain kinds of videos turn into trends. Like the study with me videos we mentioned earlier, where people are tuning in for motivation and company.
2: People are coming to have these very isolated individual experiences that are associated with things that are important in their life, some of those things have a deep connection to specific products that people might sell or services that it might offer. But, But if you don't take the time to try to understand that context and try to understand the behaviors that motivate those things, you'll never be able to fully take advantage of the opportunity that they present.
1: Let's consider another example, the ASMR trend. For those of you who don't know, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And it sounds a little something like this.
2: This is Kevin Alaka coming to you from a cube inside the Google office.
0: (laughs) When people whisper into a microphone and do all these interesting types of auditory techniques to connect with people. That was Sadie Thoma again. If anyone remembers, last year for the Super Bowl, Michelob did an ad with Zoe Kravitz, which was asmr Specific. In the ad,
1: Zoe Kravitz makes ASMR inspired sounds. She whispers into two different panned microphones, she grazes the bottom of a bottle against the table, and clinks her
0: nails on the glass. It got a lot of buzz. It felt different. It felt different than other Super Bowl ads. For those in the world of YouTube and/or ASMR trend, That was a way to say, wow, this brand actually knows what we're talking about over here. And it's something that we are all getting obsessed with. And now this brand understands that and is connecting and using it in a way that's just very honest and, you know, not trying to make fun of it, actually just leaning into it. And there's a reason it felt different. Having what
1: seems like a niche ad like this play at the Super Bowl, it would have been unimaginable five years ago. Here's Kevin.
2: That would have seemed so unusual and like it it would have been so confusing to even just explain in a meeting to say, hey, you know, we're going to make an ad about ASMR. So it's interesting to me to see that there are brands that are saying like, we know this seems weird for people who don't know what it is, but we get it. We understand what it is. And most importantly, we understand why the audience appreciates it. And so we're going to play in that space and have fun in that space as well.
1: And this approach of really understanding a YouTube phenomenon and why viewers are tuning in, it can work for other trends, too. For example, Google and fashion house Kate Spade found a way to apply the unscripted, casual nature of with-me videos to the label's own branded content. Here's Sadie describing exactly how they did it, in particular when store employees open boxes of new merchandise.
0: You know, they talked about the fact that they have some store associates that are just... They're so passionate about the brand, and they really look forward to getting those boxes and opening them up and seeing what goodies are inside that they can put out on shelf. And we said, well, what if we started just filming them? What if we, you know, really captured their excitement and their passion when they're opening up this, like, gift of sorts that's coming from, you know, the warehouse?
1: So that's what they did.
0: But here we go.
1: And it worked. One video shows the manager of Kate Spade's Madison Avenue store tearing open a box in the stockroom and gushing over what she finds inside.
0: Oh, this is what I like to call a pinata box. You never know what's in here. All right, first of all, we got got a nice T-shirt here. Let's see what it says.
1: That one got over 100,000 views.
0: Oh, hello. Hit the jackpot. You know, these are not famous celebrities. These are not high-tech, high-polish produced videos. These are just authentic connections to say, if I'm a really Kate Spade brand lover, I would love to be that store associate opening that box and seeing what's the latest bright-colored accessory that I could get this month.
1: Just to repeat, these videos did not include celebrities. And yet, people still tuned in. This might surprise some marketers, but there's data to support it. Google partnered with Omnicom on a study in 2018 that found relating to people's passions was three times more important to viewers than whether the video featured famous actors. And it was over one and a half times more important than high production value. So brands can learn a lot from YouTubers, especially the more personal ways they're reaching their audiences.
0: People want to feel connected to other people. If you're a brand, how would you open up a dialogue with your audience? How would you connect in an authentic way? How would you do something, quote-unquote, with them that would help them feel more connected? So how would
1: you? Well, marketers can pick up on what influencers are doing, like talking directly to their fans on camera and responding to comments.
0: You feel as if they're talking to you. And you feel that sense of, you know what, I feel as if I was to write a comment here, they would might respond to it. And they do, by the way, a lot. It used to be back in the day, as we all know, celebrities and quote-unquote spokespeople felt very difficult to reach. You know, you would never meet them. They would never see, know you or connect with you in any way. And now... It feels very accessible.
1: Creators can teach brands all kinds of ways to be more authentic when they are trying to connect with viewers. And don't underestimate the viewership. Get this. YouTube has over 2 billion monthly logged in users. And people are watching over a billion hours of video on it
0: every day. People are on the platform. And as an advertiser, you could help launch and help illuminate new offerings that you have while you've got this captivated audience. It's an amazing platform to drive discovery. Just listen to Sadie's stat on this. Over 90% of YouTube viewers say that they discover new brands or products on YouTube.
1: Over 90%. That's hard to ignore. Sadie says that everyone in the industry needs to be answering some really important questions.
0: So as a marketer, what's your video strategy? How do we think about using Sight, Sound & Motion to connect with people, help them see our products, see our brand, see the creators or influencers who might be passionate about it? What is your data strategy and what is your video strategy to make sure that you are succeeding in this new digital storytelling world. And what does
1: success look like in this new world? Sometimes it's as simple as having the right ad in the right place.
0: We just do not live in a one ad fits all world anymore. Back in the day, we watched TV, we all watched the same ads during the same Thursday night primetime, and we all saw the same thing together. And with the rise of digital and the rise of more signals that we're all putting out there, we've recognized that there's a smarter way to market, that it doesn't have to be a one-size-fits-all world anymore.
1: The With Me trend teaches us that there truly is a video for everyone, and that brands don't need to invest in flashy videos with celebrity cameos to connect with their target customers. What they need to do is meet customers where they are, in ways that look and feel authentic. The Think with Google podcast is brought to you by Google and Gimlet Creative. This episode was produced by Emily Shaw, Carrie Ann Thomas, and Katie Shepard. Gabby Bulgarelli is our fact checker. We're edited by Andrea Bruce. Bumi Hadaka mixed this episode. Catherine Anderson is our technical director. Our theme is by Marcus Thorne Bagala. Additional music from Marmoset, Billy Libby, and So Wiley. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And if you like what you've heard, share with your friends and colleagues. We'll see you next week.